This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Up the Maggie's Magnesium Range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from just $3.19. This is Baz and Dizzy for Breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ, Wednesday the 13th of April. Oh, yesterday I said I'd love to be in Auckland. I'm halfway there. Halfway there. I'm in Wellington this morning. Uh, doing the doing the show out of Wellington. So if anyone's in Wellington, I'm going to ask you later on for in the show for a ride to the airport at about 9.15. That'll save me a wee Uber. So we'll wrap into that very, very shortly. But I was halfway up to Auckland to... Just pay Joe a visit. Can't wait to see him next time. Uh, hopefully in a couple of days' time. Anyway, we've got a good show for you today. We're going to have a wee chat to Carl Hall. He's over in the UK. He actually went to the UK with Uncle Kempi in 89. Never came home. So he left us. He's the vice president of the RFL, and he's going to come on the show and just talk about the league over in the UK. So looking, to, looking forward to hearing Uncle have a wee chat to his lost mate that he took over and never brought home. So all his family will probably be pretty angry at you, Uncle. But anyway, looking forward to that, mate. And after that, we're going to have a wee chat to Ricardo Christie. He's the last Kiwi to be on the W World Surf League. Uh, he's in Gizzy at the moment. We're going to talk to him about the Rip Kilp, uh Bells Beach um, competition, 32, round of 32, that is about to start shortly. We're going to chat to him um, about that and what he's been up to. He's a real estate agent. And Gizzy, he's selling real estate. He's still surfing. He's an absolute top bloke. So looking forward to having a chat to Rick Christie. And then after 8 o'clock, oh, we've been, we've been waiting for this one for a while. I messaged Smithy, Wayne Smith, a couple of weeks ago. He was held to ransom by NZR, and you can understand why. They've had a big, big review, and uh, we're going to have a wee chat to Wayne Smith. We're going to have a wee chat to Wayne Smith after 8 o'clock. About what's unfolding and what's he been, you know, how's how's he been enjoying the new challenge that's in front of him, coaching the Black Ferns, and uh, hopefully doing his best to get that, uh, you know, World Cup win come later in the year. So we're gonna have a talk to the professor, Mister Fix It, Wayne Smith, after eight o'clock for a McCafe coffee catch up, and then to finish the show, one more sleep, lads, one more sleep, 
till the most anticipated harness meeting and the race in Cambridge. You boys will be right up and about. You're taking Aroha. Better, you, hopefully you're taking Aroha for a little uh, trip too. It's not just about you guys. You've got to look after the whole team. But anyway, we're going to talk to Jack Trainer, And he is the trainer for the only mare in the race, Stylish Memphis. And Stylish Memphis has drawn one. And we spoke yesterday about Self-Assured. If Self-Assured has any chance in this race, it's going to need a lot of speed. So I don't know if it's cheeky of us if we do this, Louis. But when we get Jack Trainer, fixing, can we just tell him to really go for it at the start and just blow everyone else out so we can just, you know, if we got any chance? Or, <laughs> we could, yeah. we could try. That, we could try. That. We could try. Is that part of I imagine he'll be like, hey, who are you guys again? <laughs> oh, he's still at the SENZ. Um, <laughs> Un- unlucky. Can you, can you, that's all part of your plan in this little yeah. at the end of the day, though. This, you know, we're well, doing it for a reason. Hey, nah, we can be a bit more one, subtle mate. than that. We can say, hey, yeah. Jack, that looks like there's a bit of pace in the race. That, <laughs> you, you you might have to kick up pretty hard so they don't come across you, eh, mate? Yeah. Yeah, they're right. That's, that's, that's all part of the plan, Louis. That's all part of the plan. But, no, we've got a nice show. Nice show. About 10 minutes before, I was thinking we, we messaged Ricardo last night, or I messaged him, you messaged him, and he is uh, in Gizzy, and they live a really relaxed lifestyle there, and they don't they live in their own little world. So if you're in Gizzy, love the place, and... Obviously, the cyclone, a big couple of weather bomb hitting news uh, in the next couple of days. So we'll have a chat to him about that as well. Yeah, how that's been going. And weirdly, if everyone's all safe. Weirdly, I was gonna send um, my partner Shannon around to knock on his door. She's actually down there waiting for the weather bomb oh. for, for News Hub. Oh, so she's down in uh, Tolaga Bay, and she was there all day yesterday. And it was kind of this weird calm before the storm in that part of the world because they've just been smacked mm. up real bad by that last cyclone. And she said all the debris was everywhere, but it was this unbelievably stunning day where it was nice and quiet. And then late last night, and I think throughout today, they're expecting it to get gnarly. So um, I was going to go and get her to knock on Rick's door and say, "Hey, can you just get him to answer his phone tomorrow morning?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been good. He's uh I wouldn't be surprised if Rick's not out there surfing. He's that bloody mad. Any surfer that goes out and surfs those big waves are bloody mad. But if you're in Gizzy and you're in the east coast area and you've been affected where we're thinking of you, stay safe. I know it's um been pretty tough times, particularly uh with the rivers you spoke about, the debris constantly lying in the 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 ocean's edge. So uh yeah, we're we're thinking of you and looking forward to having a chat to him. But uncle we got Carl Hall coming on, mate. Looking forward to that. One of your good mates. That funny story. You see, you've always got a story for everything. No, mate. But the story is, you went over. You, you always went. You went over with him in '89, and he never came back, mate. Yeah, look, I, I went over. I actually went over before that. I went over in '86, um, '86, '87, yeah. back in the old days where you could go over from New Zealand and play a few games in what they called the off season. Now that was when we played winter here. Uh, it was summer up in the UK. They then they went to a winter season, so you played back to back, and you did that. Oh, I did that for a number of years before they turned a Super League in '95. Um, but on the Kiwi tour, we were going up there with the Kiwis in '89. That was my my first year in the Kiwi side, and uh, yeah, they were looking. Doncaster were looking for some players, and I told them about a couple of players that I knew down here. A couple of good mates of mine, Carl Hall was one of them, and he went up there and ended up staying up there, mate. Never came home. Um, just a really good bloke. Played at Mount Albert here. He, he's a junior. He was a junior Kiwi. Played Austra- um, 
New Zealand schoolboys, junior Kiwis, and was headed, you know, on that on that pathway into the New Zealand side, but ended up in the UK. Ends up buying the club. That's what happens. He ends up buying the club, and the next minute he's vice president of the RFL, mate. So a real good story of just a, a Kiwi boy done good up in, in England. And currently he's heading the um, Pacifica group of, of Kiwi players and Australian players that are up in the UK. Uh, he gets them together, you know, builds an environment around them, keeps them all nice and tight. Uh, and also has worked with the Doncaster City Council to host Samoa while they come up to the to the UK for the World Cup um, at the end of this year. So, mate, plenty to talk to him about. Good bloke. Uh, can talk about himself, so we're going to have to keep him on, on track. <laughs> Loves to talk about himself. So, But that's Hawley, mate. He's just a champion bloke. Yeah, looking forward to that. Must be a league thing. Must be a league thing. All <laughs> Cut those it out. If <laughs> 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 all those all those live reads, you're constantly talking about your your new hairdo and, oh, mate, and, I, and how good at farming you are in St Mary's Bay. Uh, I wouldn't be throwing yeah, rocks. I, with, I wouldn't be throwing rocks <laughs> while you've got Daisy's top on this morning. Wait, <laughs> 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 you know what they say about Brown Brothers? Pink, uh, mate. Pink. pink. The only oh, ones that can get away with salmon, salmon or pink. Salmon. <laughs> yeah, a little, little salmon pink, mate. Um, so, yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. But I'm in Wellington. I'm in Wellington. Did the game last night. It was so weird. So weird doing a, a super rugby game on a Tuesday night, a Tuesday afternoon. So, um, yeah, I was in Wellington last night. Did the game. Moana Pacifica v the Hurricanes. I know you would have watched that, Uncle, and you picked it. 41 points. And so you got a little fill up at the tab. Well done. I got another little hiding. No, no good. Trying to back the power play. Mate, First, I, second I, or third try. I actually laughed. DJ Piranada, five bucks. I actually laughed because Louis sent a text out. I missed the. I was um, busy doing some work and I, I missed the, the start of it. And I saw a text come up on my phone, which from Louis saying, Yeah, this is a close one, Daggy. And I thought. No, no way in the world. It's really tight. Must be nearly over. And I turn it on. It was like twenty three to two or something like that. So Louis, he's oh. good at taking the piss. Yeah, twenty three to two, Kempi. Yeah. That would make perfect sense. Yeah, we went. Oh, ten, oh, we I'm thinking league schools, mate. It's only two for a year penalty. But jeez, um, I'm I'm through. We went twelve and under. Go. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We, no, we went. We went. No, we went twelve and under for Moana, and they scored twelve. Yeah, so, not, mate, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't. I just fifty three twelve. Yeah, I didn't. and I went twelve and under for Moana, so I got it right. I you got it, did you? Yeah, <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, I didn't know that Geordie and them were all out. Geordie and Savier in there. I was just thinking, you know, like they're playing all right, and they 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 might kick on this this week. So I just had a look at the exotics, mate. Thought I thought between up to fifty points, I mate when they were like at fifty, I thought shit, they're going to get seventy. Mm. They're just going to keep kicking on, but. Yeah. A couple of changes slowed them right down, and um, no, nah, ended up with a with a little tickle last night. So yeah, good to see the Hurricanes get that win too after the last couple of weeks. I think they would have been hurting still from that um, one of those one-eyed Canterbury people saying that it wasn't a penalty down <laughs> in the corner. Uh, but yeah, good on the boys last night, and good on Moana Pacifica too for for sticking at it. Uh, that's the thing with you know that professional game. The longer the season goes on, the longer it gets for Moana Pacifica. Yeah, mate, they look tired. They look tired. That was their, their fifth or sixth game in 17 days, mate. And now they're going to go again on the weekend, uh, taking on the Landers, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, no, taking on the Chiefs. So, that, mate, they got a, they got a tough ass. They they are tired 
They look battered. They look worn. The only reason I went 12 and under the start, it was pouring down here. And I thought the only reason they'll be able to stay in this game, if it's slow and it's wet and it's muggy and yuck, and uh, it, it obviously fined up before the game, and then that, the Hurricanes were just too quick. Like their ball was LQB lightning quick, and they were just. Yeah, they were just had no energy. No effort, and they just look tired, Louis. They just look real, yeah. real tired, and and you you got to start thinking about that now. Like this is their sixth game in seventeen days. It's starting to take a toll on Aaron Major. He's been through forty five players already in this competition. Well, I guess one thing is that it'll never ever be harder for Moana Pacifica, and that's probably what they're telling themselves. Like this is this is the hardest year, the first year, and they've got a lot of adversity to work through. And it's only up from here, and I think they have overachieved already in some capacities. One thing we've we got to work out is, I was going to ask you if you've got any ideas. How do we fix them at the, in their kind of line-out driving and mauling de- defence? Because at the moment, they're relatively competitive. Right? Around the ground, obviously, scrum was a bit touch and go and pretty hard to watch last night, but it's around that kind of like tight in-tight forwards. Is it like, is there a way we can send... Like, do they need Micron for? Do we send someone down there? For, you know, like, do we send someone there to do some upskilling for during the off season or for three weeks, like a secondment? Just because I think we owe it to Moana Pacifica to help them get that part of their game better because everything else is it's mm. pretty good. There's just one or two things and line out drive defense, which is such a stupid thing to be like the ultimate weakness and to concede twenty points every game on. But it's pretty hard to watch, isn't it? And uh, look, it's, it's a question that's not only just for minor Pacifica. It's a, obviously it's before all the island teams. You got Tonga, Samoa, uh, and Fiji. Like they uh, around the park and just real open play. They can match anyone uh, on the on their day. But it's just, it's the it's the little details and the what makes rugby different from from the any other games. It's those little games. And, and Rito spoke about the the scrum, the line out. If we didn't have it, then the ga- it'll be game of sevens with fifteen players. That'll be just a real open ending style of play, so that caters for all different sizes, which is great for them. Yeah, they they need a bit of resources. They need a bit of resources. They got Poliasi Manu, who has played a ton of Super Rugby. He's played an international. He went over to the World Cup in 2015. He's got a lot of experience. Whether he's he's only just finished playing, so whether he's got enough experience to coach and have the right detail about what needs to unfold on on the scrum and lineout for the lineout, mate. I was with uh, Jeff Olsen, who has been a uh, part of SCNZ. He's doing a great job on there, talking about the lineouts and, and the driving more. And he, he brought up a great thing, like about, look, I hate referring to it, but the, the Crusaders and haven't had a lineout more scored against them for four to five years. And, and that's something that they take pride in every single week. And you've you got to think, with the mall, with the rolling mall, like technically there is a bit of detail that needs to happen. But basically, one thing I I spoke to Karen Reed a few years ago about the success of the Crusaders' defence with the Moor, and I said, "What does it come down to? Like, what is the number one thing you really need to get right?" And he just said to me, "Dad, you anyone know, you all know what it is?" And he just pointed at his head, touched his head, and he said, "Mate, it's attitude. It's a hundred percent attitude. It's a hundred percent. You want to get your head in there, and you want to stop them. You put in a hundred percent effort. Like the ones that really struggle is." is they don't really want to do those things. They, they're saving energy for the carry, for the tackle, you know, for other things instead of doing what's needed for them right then and there. So technically there is a little bit of detail, like, um, you know, maybe matching a game of chess, not matching the numbers that have been put in because at the moment 
They're probably leaving a few players on the lot on the blind side. You know, like usually it's a six v eight kind of style of, of rugby at the moment. And then those last two defenders join in to try and match it, but it's too late. The momentum's gone. So trying to match them early or, or just two, just matching them mentally. Attitude is key, and 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 I think that will go a long way. So at the moment they're just not matching it mentally and uh, struggling. I think they've had seven tries in the last two matches at the line at more, which is. Not a great watch, and it's and it's affecting them, Louis. So mm. tough, tough for Moana. Yeah, good, good point. Is he aggre- aggressive attitude on defence and offence? You know what I mean. So defence mm. isn't just um, required when you're tackling. Defence is also also required when you're attacking, and willing to uh, being able and willing to take that contact to another level. And you always knew which which players were really good at that and and who you had next next year. Like especially in in the game of, of league like if you're a good defender cuz you knew that the bloke didn't mind getting stuck in. You know what I mean? Like ripped in, ripped in with the shoulders, really got his head in close and and did it for 80 minutes. And the and the same when they carried the football. Like it was that challenge, that collision challenge. Like, okay, I'm going to carry it. Okay, you're going to get tackled by me. And both of those defensive attitudes um, are really key when you're at the top end. And, and Izzy's right. If you're if you're lackadaisical at that top end, you're going to get exposed. And and I saw that last night too, Laurie, how they got pushed over um, when they had that feed down on five, the five meter line and their line outs so were just getting rolled around the the mall. I guess um, you call it Izzy and. Yeah, it's it is an attitude thing, but with the Moant Pacifica, um, the Pacifica boys, they are tired. You know, the but attitudes the attitudes are dropping because they're just fatigued. They're tired, they're fatigued, and the other thing is, is he? You probably can't necessarily speak to this, but you know about cohesion on a rugby field. Um, Bears and Flem talk about mm. it all the time. I can imagine in tight in a forward pack in a line out or a set piece environment. And you look at, I think about the Crusaders, I think about the All Blacks and all the success they had. Well, they had the same guys, Owen Franks, um, you know, Cody Taylor, Dane Coles, Sam Whitelock, Brady Retallick, uh, you know, or even going back further, Mialamu, Woodcock, Brad Thorne, Ali Williams, like the same core guys all of the time in that tight mm. five. Because when you're in, yeah. and we all, well, none of us understand the nuances of scrums, but you see a scrum move, they move as a, as one. It's kind of like, yeah. and a line-out's the same. It's a harmonious piece of work where everybody's on the same page. So when you said, how many players have they had? 40-something. How hard is it to all get on the same page? when you're constantly trading players in and out. So that must be a part of it as well. Yeah, occasion is, is a huge part. Like, obviously, we've got, we've got to give Moana Pacifica a time and, and look, time to find their feet. They've already surprised so many, not only them, Fiji and Jura over in Australia uh, as well. So, look, we've got to give them time. And someone's come on the text line, it's called cheating. No, it's not called cheating. What is cheating? Give us a bit more detail on that, mate. Tell me why it's called cheating. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's it's. Different. But you look at last night. You look at last night. The Hurricanes put three or four backs. I think it was two backs into the lineout, and and Moana Pacifica didn't match them. So like, it's it's a game of chess. If your team's putting in another player, you've got to add another player to repel that because it's a numbers game. It's same as a scrum. When you lose a man, they've got to find them. They've got to put a back on. They've got to bring on bring on a reserve um, forward to match it because otherwise you're just going to have no luck. At eight against seven scrum. Is uh is disastrous. So look, it's it's a game of chess. You can do it. Um, I'm not probably fully qualified to talk about <laughs> it, but I've been around some, I've been around some guys, and I've asked the questions about the rolling more. And the biggest one I got from Karen Reid, who's been there, is it's an attitude thing up top. You either want to stop it or you don't. Wow. And, um, that is that is that is the key. 
So oh, that's from my experience. Imagine, imagine being in that Crusaders full pack now, thinking like, "I'm not going to be. Told the, you. I'm not going to be the first one to concede a rolling wheel try. I'm not going to be. The, I yeah. refuse. Four years. Four years. I refuse mm. to be the guy that was in the team that conceded the rolling wheel try. Hey, there's a great question here from Richie about how we speed up time, wasted time at scrums. Well, do you know what we're going to do for you, Richie? On double eight, double three, the Temper Bed Post text machine. We're going to take five minutes here. We're all going to have individual brainstorms, and Izzy, Kimpy, and me are going to come up with our wackiest or best solution to speed up the game at scrum time. And I know what Kimpy's answer is already, but we'll hear it <laughs> after this. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz over in Mumbai. Great to catch up with him yesterday. If you missed that, head to our podcast channels. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.